Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. You remember this one, my family. This one used to be, it almost, okay, let me, let me find the right words to explain. When this song came out, that's... when the song came out, I remember it was sort of like, for, for, for where we were at as a group of Christians, young Christians at the time, it was almost like a time when we started, you know, you know, being able to sort of go to concerts without telling like a string of people, mom, I'm going out tonight. Da, 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 da. It was an amazing time in the Christian walk, my family. So if this was your time when you started attending all of those concerts, I remember you used to have spirit of praise. Um, joyous celebration uh, There was another group uh, the Wonderful uh, Redeemed You know there was Wonderful wonderful uh, Gospel music at that time Really really enjoyed these times My God is good over my family. That is the sounds of Uche bringing us to 25 minutes after 12. That is your time. And before that one, we uh, heard sounds of Khotso uh, Mahalima with a track titled Messiah, one of my favorites, actually. Uh, we want to acknowledge Cookie coming through on 0826572729. So Cookie bought her ticket to the praise party on the other side of 2 o'clock quite early. I love it, Cookie. We're definitely coming through at 2 o'clock and we will certainly remember that you were the first one. And so my family if you'd like to join the praise party it's a voice note uh, with your message and a song that you would like to hear between 2 and 3 o'clock this afternoon super excited we've got uh, Bablamini who is joining us on the line Uh, the conversation a little bit somber but you know what it's going to be empowering it's going to be educational and I'm really hoping that somebody is going to arise from this conversation healed and completely affirmed in their desire to heal uh, from uh, grief whatever uh, the type of grief that is and of course you know having been affirmed that the way you feel when you're grieving is indeed valid uh, we're coming through with Umabhlamini on the other side of this quick sting get in touch with the truth the light and the life 657 a.m. Umabhlamini thank you so much for coming through and uh, good afternoon to you sir and uh, it's a pleasure to be on air thank you so much for having me yeah no, so I have a little bit of a tradition. Uh, yeah, it is called a tradition. It is. Um, so I've never spoken to Bab um on air. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, in case this is even your debut um, conversation on Radio Pulpit, we never mm-hmm. want uh, for that to be taken for granted. We want you to remember it all the days of your life. And so Thank welcome. You. You're absolutely wow. welcome. <laughs> wow. I, I, I feel welcome. I feel welcome. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, no, I'm glad, Mfundisi. I'm glad, Mr. Tlarina, beg your pardon. Uh, please uh, feel at home. And uh, we're really looking forward to, you know, learning and gaining insights around uh, the issue of grief. Now, you know, after COVID, uh, Lamini, mm. we... The nation, we, 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 it almost became, it almost felt like the whole world was a grieving world, you know? Because mm. it was 
uh, 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 incident after incident, people crying, people burying loved ones, people losing mm. homes, people losing businesses, and man, you, mm. it's just been, you know, uh, we continue to believe the Lord, you know, for brighter days, the sun coming up, etc. But in the meantime, what then happened with a lot of people is that because even though you understand that grief is not, we, none, none of us is immune to losing loved ones, especially, but you kind of would never be able to pre-plan. You, you, you can't pre-plan your reaction, your response, etc., etc. And when it happens, mm. and especially if it happens, and then you've got other stuff to look forward to or to, to look after, it's easy to just shove those feelings under the carpet. And then they start showing up in other ways. And then, you know, you have a thing. So, Dada, let's start by understanding grief. What kind of mineral, let me not call it an animal, what kind of mineral are we dealing with here? Grief uh, could be in different forms. At, at times it could be deep-seated grief, uh, where someone finds themselves plunged in grief, and it could um, at times lead into depression, mm. uh, PTSD sometimes, post-traumatic disorder sometimes. Uh, we grieve in different ways, and mm. some people cannot take grief. Some people cave in. Uh, because of grief. They, they could be uh, because of loss of a loved one. Mm. Uh, some are able to, to heal and move on, but some struggle with that, and they find themselves struggling with depression at the end of the day. Uh, so it, 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 it's, it's a thing that we live with. It's a reality that we live with, mm. that we go through. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Lamini, let's maybe, um, is it possible for us to actually define grief um, so that we we have an understanding? Somebody may have lost something and they didn't realize that, um, you know, the process of grief started in their life. Because sometimes, you know, we, we, we psych ourselves, you know, long enough to say that, uh, you know, if I lose this pain, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And then you lose the pain and then you think you're fine, but actually you're not. So maybe let's, mm. just, let's just define grief so that we all have an understanding of what it is that we're dealing with. Grief is, 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 is that kind of state where uh, someone is going through a loss mm. and they are struggling to come to terms with that loss. So when they are in that state, we say they are grieving. Mm. Uh, when it comes to death, we call it mourning. And it's, it's a normal part of life. It's mm. a normal part of life. We have to grieve. And uh, at times, that grieving is a coping mechanism on its own. Uh, it helps mm. us to be able to deal with life. It helps us to heal. So in as much as we should... Uh, avoid toxic um, instances where now it's 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 it, there's an extreme, uh, but we need to encourage people to grieve, mm. encourage someone to to cry. It's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve over someone that you've lost. It shows that you are a human being. It's part of your emotional intelligence. Mm. It shows that you are a human being. Uh, you you are just mourning something that you dearly loved. It's, it's, mm. it's okay. But we just need to be able to know when now it's an it's an it's an extreme level or there's some depression mm. at a certain point. Yeah. Okay, we'll come to that in a while. It's a very interesting concept for me. Um, so, 
uh, extended grief could lead to depression. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, uh, okay. yes. Wow. Okay. Yes, okay. That's really yes. interesting. We'll come back to that. Bablamini, my family, uh, 31 minutes after 12 is your time. Uh, we've got Bablamini right here on the line uh, joining us. Uh, this conversation looks at grief and, you know, we want to understand grief. We want to come to terms with, we want to be able to identify it. Perhaps you're an adult listening this afternoon and uh, from this conversation, identify it with your children. Children, you know, because these are the ones that we find abs- extremely neglected, you know, especially during times of, you know, when we lose loved ones, we kind of forget that they have feelings too. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm really hoping, my family, that uh, this will be helpful to you. 0826572729 if you'd like to join in the conversation. Otherwise, 012-334-1322. That's where you can find us on the line if you would like to join in this conversation. Babla Mini, is there a difference between the grief that comes from losing a loved one or the mm-hmm. grief that comes with losing personal belongings um there the, the, the could be a difference mm. um in that when it comes to the one of loved ones we are used to it it's it's just a normal thing and mm. we we expect that when you've lost a loved one you should grieve it's part of culture also mm. but we do have grief we do have grief where uh, when you've lost the property it could be a house mm. and you, you grieve you grieve in that that kind of a grief at times it's shunned away from, uh, whereas when it comes to grieving a loved one that you have lost, we, we encourage that one. But, but, but it's losses at the end of the day. So, so uh, grieving at the end of the day, it's the same. You, you're grieving these things, whether I lost an um, item, commodity, mm. or you've lost a loved one. It's just that when it comes to the loved one, uh, the, the loss of the loved one, it's something that's normalized in our society. Mm. Uh, we, 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 we allow people to grieve. And actually, if you don't grieve, we call you a witch. Why aren't you grieving a loved mm, one? You know? mm, but when it mm, comes to mm. losing something, you've lost a job, uh, which is tell you just toughen up. And at times we, we deprive people of an opportunity to, to, to go through a phase uh, to grieve mm. and to heal. Whereas we have to grieve everything at the end of the day. It, mm. It's a normal part of mm, life. Mm, mm. Thank you so much for that, uh, Bablamini. Um I don't know. My observation... Yes. Okay. So my observation, I almost feel like... um, I don't know if we've made it a part of, you know, our socialization grieving loved ones. I don't... Like, it almost feels as if even though we've gotten the system of how to manage, you know, the process Mm -hmm. of when someone dies until they are buried, that we've mastered. But I don't know if we have really mastered the art of allowing the grief to happen. We, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Can yeah, because, for example, you know, at funerals, um, maybe let me start by dealing with uh, losing loved ones. At funerals, you still have people telling very close family members, no, 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 tula, sukala. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, understand. Sukala, cool, man. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> yes. We, 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 since Anda, we haven't mastered it fully. We, we think we understand yeah. when people go through deep-seated problems. And someone sometimes is going through depression now. We haven't been given the tools enough to be able to understand the psychology involved in this mm. thing. There's also the physical health involved. When someone has lost a loved one now, their sugar levels uh, shoot up 
blood pressure shoots up. Mm. It does happen during funerals. Are we sensitized as a community enough to be able to understand where sometimes we need uh, medical intervention, mm. we need a, a, a psychological or psychiatric intervention? We are not um, 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 equipped enough. The only tools that we have many a times is culture. If the Bayak River, uh, for example, they collapse uh, or whatsoever, we just get them a glass of water. <laughs> 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 but we, we're just not schooled enough. Some, some matters might be complex. Some matters might be complex. And to be equipped for every funeral service or every occasion, to be equipped for different kinds of people. Mm. No, no, absolutely. Maybe let's then get into it, Bablamini, and 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 just go through uh, for somebody to understand, or at least to anticipate. You know, um, the generic reaction. Mm. How does the body and the mind respond um, to grief? What are those physiological, psychological reactions that we can expect um, when grieving? The normal reaction when we are under grief, understand grief goes with stress. Mm. The normal reaction is that um, your blood pressure could be affected. Uh, Your sugar levels could be affected. Mm. Uh, You could be in deep sorrow that affects uh, your physical body, your, your mental health. It's, 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 it's a normal um, um, reaction of the body. The, mm. the, the body reacts in that manner to, to stress. So it's important that we be equipped, every individual be equipped for such moments of crisis. Mm. And that's where now psychology comes in. That's where therapy comes in sometimes. Mm. To say when you're going through that so that your body doesn't carry too much, uh, your, your mental well-being doesn't carry too much, do get an outlet, do mm. get some catharsis, uh, do get some therapy, do get, because you cannot do on your own. Some situations are just too much uh, for, for us sometimes. Mm. So, but, but, but it's natural for the body to react when it's undergoing intense moments or stressful moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what does that process of grieving look like? Um, I remember... Uh, reading something about uh, the different stages of grief. Is there a thing like that, Bablamini? And if at all, yes. Um, won't there you please? Are, mm-hmm. There are different um, stages of grief, mm-hmm. and and as said, we 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 grieve differently. Uh, when someone is grieving, for example, uh, they'll go through a, a state of shock, mm. a state of crisis. And it, it, it's a roller coaster. It throws them off balance. Mm. Uh, it, it, to, to someone at that point, it seems like their world is coming to an end. And there could be a phase also when someone is grieving, a phase of denial. Mm. When someone doesn't believe, that loved one, my mm. husband has left my wife, they are in denial. This is a case where now some people could go into some some um, um, uh, some serious depression sometimes they, mm. they could be they, they could suffer uh, mentally uh, they, they could find themselves at, at a level where they they really need some serious attention mm. uh, where they, where their mental their cognitive abilities could be affected uh, some w- would go even to hallucinations mm. um, they could go into some psychosis they could go into what we call in psychology maladaptive behavior mm. 
uh, where someone now goes through depression, they have no interest in food, uh, they, they've, found, they, they've plunged, they've got no interest of going into work. Mm. Uh, it, it's a crisis now. It's a crisis. That's where now um, things like your crisis counseling comes in, where someone has to be helped to just deal with that kind of a crisis. So, so it's it's different phases. Then there could be a phase where where someone is is accepting, mm. where someone is accepting the situation where they are healing and they are getting out of um, that kind of a sense of grieving. And there's a phase where someone is really embraced it and has moved on and mm. they are able to carry on with their normal living. So it, it it's different stages. Dada, mm. <laughs> let's. I just want to um, uh, focus on the. Yeah, the denial, you know, I, I get that. It's hard, you know. Yes, ma'am. I just want to focus on the on the acceptance part. So, yes, you find that acceptance comes at different stages for different people, obviously, you know. And mm-hmm. yet, when we lose a loved one, there is a whole ecosystem around this loved one, right? There's the wife, mm-hmm. there's the kids, mm-hmm. or there's the husband, mm-hmm. there's the kids, um, there's the mother, mm-hmm. there's the mother. Mm-hmm. So, Everybody had a, a, you know, a different relationship with this person. And so everyone sort of gets into acceptance stage differently. Now, mm-hmm. one of the things that I've seen prolonging grief, grief, right, is when we are mm-hmm. judging each other in terms of how we are yeah. grieving this loved one. Yes. How do we deal yes. with that? that will come in. It's important to understand that we, we allow people to grieve. Mm. Uh, we, 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 we handle grief in different ways. Uh, when, when it comes to normal human behavior, it is normally said when it comes to loss of a loved one, it takes about two years to heal. Mm. Even after the funeral, after people have packed and left, you're still going through some grieving. Mm. Even after probably you've returned to work and you've thought I've forgotten, but there are still those moments where you remember that loved one and you find your eyes are filled with tears. Mm. At times you want to drive to, if there was an accident scene where they passed away, you want to drive, you want to go to the grave. Mm. It just connects you with that person. You're still grieving. So so it's important that we allow people to grieve because they grieve differently. Mm. Uh, But we do have to be cautious. Not to judge people, we do have to be cautious, though, to just monitor when now someone is showing maladaptive behavior or abnormal behavior where now it's an extreme and it seems like they have been affected cognitively, Mm. then they might need some medical attention uh, or psychological intervention. That's really helpful. And I think it's also liberating, uh, Bablamini, because I think, and I don't know why, but we are so accustomed to thinking the worst um, in situations of grief and, and the loss of mm. loved ones, you know, mm. when somebody, like you're saying, you know, um, is uh, maladapting to the situation uh, yes. instead of us realizing that, look, this is shock. This is, uh, you know, it's trauma. Mm. We mm. think the absolute worst, you know, you know, umbulele, and I mean, mm. you know, naturally that hurts mm. right but dada can you just can you just help someone understand can mm. an adverse um environment delay grief at all an an adverse uh, uh, situation is and uh, can can delay a grief uh, or someone from getting out of that grief uh when someone has gone through some serious crisis mm. some serious shock 
and they find themselves, their mental health is affected. Mm. And possibly their physical health now is affected. It could delay their healing or them getting out of that grief. Mm. It just it, it, it just depends on the extent. For example, look at this wife who has lost their husband. Mm. The husband is there, everything. Look at that husband who's lost um, their wife. They are thinking, I'm going back to the bedroom. We shared the same bedroom. Mm. I look at the pictures. They haunt me. It's trauma. Uh, then now some people go through PTSD. Uh, it's trauma. It's trying to make sense of the world now. Mm. So it is possible that someone finds themselves, they plunge deep and they really need some serious intervention. Mm. They need some tools to be able to cope and be able to deal with that situation. Some, some, some might need some uh, medical intervention. Mm. They might need drugs, possibly sometimes. Or, although I don't encourage much, some might need your 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 your, your sleeping medication mm. just to fall asleep. But we, we need to try when it comes to psychology. We need to try to provide at least better coping mechanisms so that we don't find people depending on drugs. Because I'm talking right now to that woman, mm. that man. They went through a grief. Come now on. they depend on drugs. There's mm. a dependency for them to fall asleep. Now. Their body depends on this. Now, this is now another cancer that we've created. So it's important to find the best of uh, interventions at the end of the day to help this sure. person that's gone through a certain crisis uh, in, in relation with grieving when it comes to a loved person. Bob Lamini, does prayer um, work? Can prayer be substituted um, as a method of healing for grief? We have different coping mechanisms in life. As mm. I'm, speaking, I'm speaking about psychological coping mechanisms. Mm. Uh, prayer is another coping mechanism. It's what believers don't understand. The advantage that believers have over non-believers is that believers have got this coping mechanism. It's called the supernatural, mm. which transcends the natural. We've got um, the natural world Mm. uh, that we have. But uh, if you're a human being, you understand that there's something that goes beyond the natural. You can only go this far with your natural abilities, with your cognitive abilities, with your physical abilities. Mm. And that's where the supernatural or the spiritual has to kick in. You need something that's greater than you to stand for you. If you're the only person that stands for you, I think that Charlotte, there's a bigger reality of life. There's a there's a bigger picture of life. Now this is where the God factor comes in. Sure. If you've got a spiritual side, if mm. you've got an anchor, now the, uh, which is prayer, something you can depend on. That on its own, for example, when it comes to catharsis, when you come to a consultation like mine, mm. you come, you'll offload. You, you'll offload as you're offloading. It, it helps you to heal. But if you don't have that, for example, but you have someone you can offload at, that's your God. You speak to him, you get that catharsis, that's healing on its own. Mm. At least the, the sense that you, you, you have someone to depend on whom is God, that gives you the sanity. Hmm. Some people get into some psychosis. Some people get into hallucinating because this thing hits them so hard they've got nowhere to run to. Hmm. Uh, at hmm. times, what, what, what could really hit even your physical body is because you get to a place of helplessness. You've got nowhere to run to. It could even be a financial crisis, whatever it is. But if you've got this spiritual intervention now, coping mechanism, mm. you know you can run unto God, which is your Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into Come it on. and they are saved. Mm. Now, if we're looking for salvation, the world provides different things. But for a believer, the name of the Lord is a strong Come tower. On. 
Uh, now, you need different towers. There could be weak towers, but this one is a strong tower. Sure. It's a greater tower. It's, a greater, it's something that you can depend on. Mm. We depend on different things in life. Some things are weak, but this one is trustworthy. We're talking about a man, and then they died and rose again. His Come name on. is Jesus. His everlasting, Woo. his kingdom is the same. His name, his, his, his word remains the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It means whatsoever time we are living in it in the times in our contemporary times it could be relevant you can depend on it it is your tablet it is your sanity when people lose sanity when people have never sprayed downs you can depend upon this person of the name of jesus sure Tadultamini, my family, is our guest this afternoon. I'm telling you now, you don't want to get off this bus right now. Tadultamini, community psychologist, marriage and family therapist. He is a practicing uh, community psychologist. We'll get those details of how you can contact him or the practice in just a couple of minutes. I want to take a quick break and I want to welcome your voice notes, your questions, your calls, my family. Your calls are on 012 this afternoon. If you've got a question, contribution uh, to the conversation. That's where we will take your contributions. Otherwise 082-657-2729. Let's take a quick break. Yongeza ilizula kukweli letu. Sigumamele yae sifuna ukuva izimvoza ako. Ungatumela kugospel at radiopulpit.co.za Okanyo tumele umialezo wako ku WhatsApp ku 082-657-2729. Heart to Heart with Bob Tini. Good afternoon again, my dear Ayanda and Doctor. What an awesome, blessed topic that you are covering today. I would just like to say first and foremost that losing a loved one, that pain, nothing can compare to the pain of mm. that. But I'm so glad that you also covered the topic of losing property mm. and sometimes certain things other than loved ones that also causes us pain and grief. Like for me, it was the sale of my house. Mm. At that time, I thought I was strong enough. But sadly, as the days go by, I can feel the pain Please. and the hurt just doesn't want to go. Mm. Although I'm resettled with my son and have the granny cottage, mm. but that pain and hurt nags at me every single day. I remember it, I long for it, I yearn for it. But unfortunately, mm. we cannot go back to it. But thank you so much for the sure. words of encouragement and upliftment that I found today. May God actually bless you both and an awesome evening. Bye. Sure, sure, your sure. cookie. Thank you so much. Uh, that message. Mfundisi, um, I beg your pardon, Bablamini. Um, wow. In fact, maybe let me ask a question from that comment. Um, let me ask yes, a sir. question. Is there a wrong or right way to, to grieve? Uh, there is a wrong and right way to grieve. Okay. Uh, right way to grieve, for example, is uh, talk about it. Mm. Get some catharsis get some uh, intervention, go for therapy if you you need some help, uh, get some good rest, sometimes you need to get some sleep, mm. get uh, your, your, your moral support, get some, some people to surround you. Those are the right ways to grieve. Cry, cry, cry. That's a good way to mm. grieve. Uh, it's, good, it's, good for, it's good for your physical being mm. to cry. 
Now, the wrong way to grieve is to overthink, number one, is to stress. Uh, it's a wrong way to grieve. Uh, mm. it's, 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 to be, it's to be pessimistic, uh, to think that the worst. Uh, it's, 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 it's a wrong way to grieve. Mm. Uh, and maybe getting into also bad habits, Mm. Uh, establishing toxic behavior, that's a wrong way to, get, to, 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 to grieve. Uh, so, so there is a right way to grieve, and there is a wrong way to grieve. Uh, someone could also mm. be at a level where they, 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 they don't take responsibility sometimes. Mm. You're sinking in depression. You don't want to wake up to work. Your house is, is not well kept. Everything is filthy now in a filth. You don't want to take a bath. Uh, now, that's the wrong way to grieve now, because at the end of the day, the person that's going to be affected is yourself. So there sure. is a right and wrong way to grieve. You know, there's nothing harder uh, than being responsible during grief. Like, can I please mm-hmm. just can I please mm-hmm. just raise my mm-hmm. hand, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just say mm-hmm. responsibility is hard during grief because, you're, you know, when you're grieving, it's almost like you become a baby again. And I'm so sad that we mm-hmm. don't have enough time. Uh, Dr. Lamini, maybe we, we, maybe we need to do a part two of this conversation because I really want to uh, 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 investigate what about that period of grief makes us so incapable of coping with basic things. Mm-hmm. But I also mm. want to ask this question, and I'm really hoping it's going to help, uh, you know, the family, especially um, our sister who just sent us a voice note. Dabut Lamini, mm. can you help us understand the mechanics of what hurts when we lose stuff that we love? And I know I'm asking something that sounds basic, mm. but what is it's, it? Yeah, It's not basic. Uh, it's it's it's. Uh, this basic human behavior. Mm. We, we have things that we depend on. Uh, we like predictable situations. Mm. You know, there's my couch there. You know, there's my relative there. These are things that we become fond of. We have attachments. We develop mm. attachments. It's, it's a part of life. Uh, and certain things have got certain value and worth. Mm-hmm. Certain things become our everything. For example, a loved one becomes your everything. Mm. You love them. You care about them. Of so course. to separate, to separate, to be separated from something you love is something extremely painful, and it could plunge us into some stress, and it could plunge us into some depression. Uh, that what, what, what makes it difficult is the loss you've lost. So when you've lost, you find yourself in a crisis. You see, when, when you're talking about crisis now, crisis management, uh, when we find ourselves in crisis, we are hit by a situation mm. that we never expected, and it's, it's beyond our normal coping. So now this is where now your coping mechanics me- mechanism comes in, mm. that when you're struck by things that are quite intense, you're struck by things that are heavy in life, how do you cope? And some of us have got poor coping mechanisms. Mm. We just cannot cope under stress, under unpredictable situations, under situations of loss. And But it is an inevitable thing that in life, we will go through such situations from time to time. Mm. 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 It is the loss, it is the loss, it is the loss that makes us struggle, that makes us find ourselves in difficult situations. You know, uh, Dr. Lamini, before, um, as we, as we, as we wrap up, uh, thank you so much for that, uh, ministration, uh, because 
my final question was going to be, um, do we sometimes unreasonably expect Christians to just get over it? And, and, and I'll tell you why I asked this question. You know, uh-huh. um, it's almost like when Christians lose properties, uh, anything that belongs to you or lose loved ones, it's almost like there is this very uh, subtle expectation that, you know what, you've got Jesus, so you've got everything. Why are you crying? You know what I mean? Mm. It's almost mm. like there is a there's there's this unsaid pressure. My way to you get over it. Besides, we know next week you're going to be preaching. How can yeah? How can we, as Christians, especially, do better man in situations of 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 grieving? There is a part in Christianity of uh, being delusional sometimes. When someone uses, when they come to you, you know, mm. delusional. When they come to you, whenever they come to you, back home, whenever they come to you, they come in the name of verses, verses. They never want to mm. look at reality. They are, they are not in touch with reality. Hey, that's okay. Uh, that's or, not... so don't grieve. <laughs> they come back because they're not verses. Uh, sure. And Anna call to tap into your real world and be able to say, you know what, your life, everything is messed up right now. Mm. I feel your pain. So, danger in every faith or religious belief, danger where we want to substitute, uh, for, we, not, we want to supplement. Mm. For, for, for something that is natural, we want to supplement, we want to use something that is spiritual. There, there's a place for spiritual stuff and there's a place for what is natural. There's a place for dealing with um, stresses, and we need to be honest enough. So, delusion can be there in faith sometimes. Is it called delusion? That uh, sorry, delusion sounds very. <laughs> I know in, I asked the question. As much as and as much as it doesn't sound politically correct, mm. but it could be there the is delusion. Ukonomuntu or seventeen verse always. Sometimes Ukungaba, sometimes lomto delusional could be the person who's grieving. Are they delusional? Against yeah, instead of dealing. Yeah, for example, we have a little of a little bit of a little bit of a Who's saying, I hope hey, you don't hey, 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 Part two. It's as if it's as if that was, I mean, you know, you've got like this part two written invisibly. We definitely need a part two of this one. And I'll tell you why we need a part two of this one. We need a part two of this one because something in me, and you know, let's call it um a lack of knowledge, right? That uh, something in me is really struggling with the fact that I shouldn't be overly dependent on my faith mm. in times of mm. need, right? And mm. yet, mm. there's like this 40% that is understanding because, yeah. you know, faith without works is... There's a, 
Yo, we mm. need. And mm. you know what? If right now this conversation is falling on the ears of someone who's really grieving, can you understand mm. that uh, how how rough it must be to reconcile the two? Because you want to yeah. solely depend on God. Um, yeah. Wow, part two loading yeah. my family. In the meantime, Dadul Kamini, uh, if, if the family would like to get hold of you, how do we find you? Socials, uh, you emails. On, so social media, you can find me on social media. I also need my office number. Mm-hmm. On social media, someone can find me on uh, Facebook, Bakejamini, TikTok, Bakejamini, mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram, Bakejamini. They could go to my website to find about therapy mm-hmm. sessions at bakejamini.co. Bakejamini.co.za. Uh, I was sure. trying to leave the number here. Here's the number zero mm-hmm. seven three zero zero seven three then zero four nine then two three four two one more time zero seven three zero four nine two three four two if people need spiritual upliftment yes uh, they can come to church also we mm, have a church in the I'm a pastor Mm-hmm. I've got different layers to myself. Thank I'm you for saying that because I kept saying them for this. I'm a pastor of a vibrant church. I'm a pastor of a vibrant yeah. church, church in Midrand. Uh, you just, um, uh, on Google Maps, you put you on the worship center. You're going to find yourself there. We are not far from all of Africa, Midrand. Thank you so much. Yonder Worship Center is the name of the church. Sure. Thank you. That was, I mean, this was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, after this, it won't be your debut at Radio Pulpit, you know. Uh, We're definitely looking forward to part two of this conversation. It's a minute after one, my family. That conversation was aimed at helping somebody understand their grief and helping somebody realize, you know, that some of the things that you've been going through are absolutely normal and certainly helping somebody, you know, receive a cyber hug from us if you have been going through a time where you are mourning something that you love. We're crossing over now to the news. Two minutes after one is your time. And on the other side of that, it is uh, we're crossing over to the office of the tax ombudsman. Mighty big shout out to Baba Obaikelamini for sharing uh, such amazing time and uh, insights with us here on Radio Pulpit 657 AM. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love. On 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082 657 2729, and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. I radio pulpit 657 AM. Umshobo kwa bo bantu ziyo zita kumbileyo. Simamele app. Okanye wikelele u radio